everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita with Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly from My Soulful Home. We've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today, so let's get started. Today is episode number 30, Container Gardens. And I know spring is here and summer is shortly following. (laughs) And I know um, we get excited and get itchy to go out and dig in the dirt. And today we're going to talk about easy ways that you can have beautiful container gardens. I know two of us are very excited about this. No, I'm excited too. I just, (laughs) it's just going to be like a learning experience for me. Oh, that's true. It's going to be a learning experience. Although, Anita, you probably know a lot more than you're saying. (laughs) Well, it's not my specialty, you know, but I do love, love plants. I know you do. And your ivy's just thriving. My ivy, yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But today we're going to go outside and talk about planting in uh, containers outside. First of all, let's define for maybe the few that don't know, what is a container garden? How about you, Kelly? Well, a container garden is uh, usually a smaller garden that you're going to plant in a pot. But Mm -hmm. we want you to think beyond the pot and think about different um, innovative planters that you could use um i have one that i've been um preparing uh, since the spring and i keep adding them it's going to sound a little weird you guys but i have spray painted large two large metal garbage cans like they're the real old-fashioned yes. looking oh, ones wow. that are kind mm-hmm. of ribbed mm-hmm. and they have the handles okay and they're like twenty dollars or something and Wait, I did you find these on a roadside somewhere, or were they <laughs> no? Out? These are no. You and your the, spray paint. <laughs> my spray paint. They are um, no. They're new. Uh, okay. I had to peel the labels off using the goo goo gone. Well, I feel mm-hmm. a little better that you didn't grab some old yucky ones. <laughs> Well, I do like old yucky ones, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. have spray painted those with the patina. No, these are the shiny ones. And so, um, you know, just jumping right in here to an idea, I saw that and I thought that could be a great container for a larger tree. So on either side of yes. my doors going out from my kitchen, I spray painted them, the matte black that I've talked about and I love. And I was going to put some rope around them to make them less garbage candy looking. <laughs> you know, sometimes I tell other people, like not our listeners and not you guys what I'm doing, and I get the strangest looks. But um, I, I was all excited telling the person at the hardware store what I was going to do she was like oh really okay lady <laughs> yeah. um, so but then I put two arborvitae trees and they're they're large trees Kelly, and they will get big that sounds so nice they have so much room I think they can live oh. in there for a while I did mm. use my big my like big girl drill and I drilled holes in the bottom for Good drainage for and mm. I put some rocks in the bottom uh, that I just took from my driveway <laughs> but you could buy a bag of rocks and okay then, Kelly when mm-hmm. are you going to show this on your on your blog well there is one I'm not ready to um, show you um, my whole backyard yet because it's not done uh, but I do have one picture of them but I and I can make a, some uh, maybe I'll do a post about them since we're talking about but anyway so I have them flanking either side and there's a I put oh it's, it had to be so is your blog is it going to be called garbage can potting I think it is <laughs> garbage <laughs> thanks I'm going to write that down 
Container yeah. garden um, using a garbage can. There you How go. How about innovative container gardening? Ooh, there, you there you go. That sounds well, let's nicer. talk about, but but I want people to get in, in their mind. So you're doing these plantings in some kind of a vessel. Now, right. I, I so like to use pots, a, but you can use garbage cans cool. if you, you so use, choose. You could use garbage cans if you so choose. And don't mm-hmm. judge me until you see it. Um, no, I think it yeah, sounds wonderful. All sorts of things. Like I actually, you know, it wasn't outside but inside I used an old sifter that I had found at some yard sale and I put some succulents in it so cute so you really need to think you know think out of the box and especially if you find something that is kind of like you know a cast off from someone else and it doesn't care if you get dirt in it I just came back from uh, Round Top, and the mm. succulent idea in the colander, that's so Round Top. That would be so oh. hot there. Oh, in, the col- in a colander? That's mm-hmm. so cute, too. But I did mine in a mm-hmm. sifter. But yeah, a colander oh, is so well, super that cute. Too. That's what, yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole thing. It sounds really uh, cool. I so just, anyway, I didn't mean to, uh, you know, start going again okay. off on some trash t- tangent. We're going to talk anyway. about that later. We're going to talk about innovative containers in just a little while. Let's talk about, okay, you have a container, mm-hmm. and I think before we get to the fun part you know there's always that groundwork to do before you get to the fun and I'm sort of a fun type of girl I'd love to jump right to the fun but Mm. in order for it to look nice we have to do some some sort of not maybe as fun thing some people Mm -hmm. might think soil is fun but let's talk about soil soil because soil (laughs) is the foundation you think it's fun I think it's so fun I mean it's so fun I love to smell the dirt you know so um (laughs) And, but it's so true. It's like anything. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a good, if you don't lay a good foundation That's for a house, right. mm-hmm. or you don't lay a good foundation with your education, or what have you, you know, it, it's hard to thrive. So uh, your plants are gonna, you know, they're gonna look pretty, but they're real, and so they need nourishment, right? They're so, only as good as the soil you put in. The, in absolutely um, them true. In. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, that's so, you do, so do you true. do those manure balls like uh, Martha Stewart used to do? We should probably still Excuse do. Me? Oh, we have so many of those here. I can't even tell you. <laughs> well, I think we with just the water. we could scoop them up on the road. We have all those, all those uh, wow. Amish buggies and things. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh no. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay so well I don't do that. What soil amendments do you use? I'd be very interested to hear. Okay, I have um, my three secrets, which mm-hmm. I have posted on my blog. Ooh, so I have shared my secrets, secrets. before, okay, but I want to share tell. my mm-hmm. secrets with you guys. So in every container pot. Uh, that I uh, create I start out I have to make sure that there's drainage sometimes because especially if you're using an innovative pot like a trash can or something it doesn't have drainage so you want to create some drainage whether by making holes or putting uh, several inches of pebbles on the bottom so the the um plants are not the roots are not sitting mm-hmm. in water if mm-hmm. you're you're doing your watering properly but i still think you need holes even if you have a lot of pebbles i agree you can still mm-hmm. flood out yeah. you can drown yeah. your root your roots that's true yeah that's absolutely true so the the best practice is to create some sort of drainage holes mm-hmm. and then put a layer of the pebbles and then you're going to want to put in you, know, you can buy the bagged potting soil and I think that that's very good some of it now has that um extra moisture in it, it actually has these little beads mm-hmm. that supposedly hold mm-hmm. the water i know um, miracle grow uh, carries that and I, there's so many different brands but a potting soil is meant for a pot so it has more mm-hmm. nutrients in it than if you were buying soil that you were going to put in the ground because Kelly, can of, i interrupt mm-hmm. you right here sure i do use um 
the kind of soil that has the moisture beads mm -hmm. because our backyard can get pretty windy and boy does it dry out our pots. Oh yeah, that's so true. So I the need wind. something that has that little added extra moisture in them. Mm -hmm. Now in the front, I don't need that because we're protected. And right. But in the back, if we're having like you know, a several windy days, it really dries out and it is a, there's a big difference when I use these, um, I, miracle Grow or, or a variety of something like that, that has the nutrients in it, plus mm -hmm. those little uh, moisture oh, yeah. beads. That's a good, that's a good point because people think, oh, it's not so sunny, but if it is windy too, yeah. that's yes. going to definitely dry out your pots. So then what I do in each pot is I ha mix in my, have my soil and because you think it's a contained universe, you know, it can't get the, the roots can't get nutrients from the surrounding soil. It's just what's right there. So you really have to sort of baby it a little bit more mm -hmm. than you would something that was in the ground. So I put in my three secrets, which is a banana peel cut up, um, a um, maybe a two cups of coffee grinds, and uh, eggshells smashed up. Banana peel. I've never mm -hmm. heard the banana peel. Yeah. So, and you, really, ideally, it's all three. But even if you just had a banana, sometimes I'll just, you know, I'll be gardening and I'll just eat a banana for my, you know, snack or whatever. And I just toss it right in there. I don't even cut it up. But because it wow. will decompose okay. and, you know, plant so, it deep. So, you know, I, if you have rodents or things running around, mm -hmm. it doesn't smell it. So that has never, never happened to me. But, yeah, you know, you want to lay it on the surface, you want to put it inside. What are these items adding to your soil? Why are you Excellent doing this? Excellent question, things? Anita. <laughs> and I want to know if you could just run it through the food processor and distribute uh -huh. it through your soil. Yes, you can do that. What I do is I have um, the heavy duty Ziploc bags and it totally grosses my girls out because there's a bottom <laughs> drawer in my fridge and I do keep it sort of separate but I have you know if we have eggs and I crush up and I wash the shells and then I mm -hmm. crush them up and I put them in and then after the coffee at my husband's coffee the coffee grinds go in there and then if we're having bananas I cut them up and I put them in there and I kind of let it all meld together a little bit until I'm going to do a container pot so then when I'm ready I just grab my Ziploc and off I go and you can just do it on the go you could put the coffee right from your coffee mate you know coffee grinds right in there but I have having these um, individual bags prepped as I'm doing my containers so to answer your what question are the nutrients? yes so answer your question is the banana is going to give it phosphorus and potassium which really oh, encourages that, flower right. budding mm -hmm. and then the coffee grinds provides nutrient and some tannic acids which is uh, not did I say nutrient? Nitrogen, <laughs> which uh, is very nutritious. So that's mm -hmm, a combined mm -hmm. word, nutrient. Nitrogen, <laughs> what was the second? <laughs> that's the combo. And then the eggshells have the calcium and um, particularly tomatoes love ca extra calcium. Do and they really? Yeah. And another oh, thing you could do with the eggshells, uh, if you're, you're comfortable with doing this, you can sprinkle some on the top layer of the soil if you're having a slug or snail problem oh. because it's like dragging your naked body over oh, yeah. shards of glass for a little snail mm -hmm. or a slug to try to get to the plant Those so delicious they don't like things. that yeah That's right. so they so it really deters them you know it's like one of those home rem remedies like the beer and all Kelly, of that i love that idea i'm go i'm actually going to do that i'm writing this down as okay. we're talking well, it'll be in the show notes <laughs> <laughs> yeah and believe me i'll get to those show notes hey those show notes don't come in only in handy for um 
people that are listening, you are listeners, they come in real handy for me as well. Oh, me too, me too. Mm-hmm. So what well, was the now second that we thing have... I missed on the coffee grounds? You yeah. said nitrogen, but the second thing, I, I didn't hear what that was. Oh, I'm was... sorry, because I, I, I combined yeah, the word. Gears. It's tannic acids. But tannic? Tannic, T-A-N-N-I-C, yeah, some tannic But it really should be botanic acid because it helps the botanicals. Yeah, it should be nitrogen and botanic acid. There you go. But the nitrogen encourages leaf growth. So all Oh, yeah, nitrogen's, yeah. They're doing all these mm-hmm. really good things. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we have the soil. Let's talk about that. This is the fun part. Mm. What we put in our containers. Mm. Kelly, you start again. Oh my gosh, Yvonne, why don't you jump in? We we know this one. <laughs> well, um, I like to to I put containers all around my all around my porch and around my back patio so I have a lot of containers and we know that thriller spiller and Kelly yes (laughs) and if you remember those three words it will help you um, put together a container garden that looks balanced and is really attractive so Mm -hmm. Kelly tell us some of the things that you use I'm excited to hear what you use can I just step in before she I just wanted to make a point of that you know, each region of the country does have a different, um, you know, um, moisture levels, temperatures. So mm-hmm. things that do well in uh, Kelly's environment may not do well in other parts of the country. So I really think that's a consideration as well, because I know some of your, like uh, the um, peonies up where you live, Yvonne, don't mm-hmm. do well in Texas. So I know. Right. You know well, I good don't, point. That's so a you really might good point, point Anita. If, if these plants that you're talking about are going to work everywhere or just kind of in your well, climate. Yes, and uh, it's an excellent point. And you should think about not only that, but also plants, combinations of plants that are happy together, that mm-hmm. they need the same amount oh, of water right, right, right. and the mm-hmm. same amount of sun or shade. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so in their own little universe that they're happy together. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing oh, about yes. container plants, which is so such a really wonderful aspect of them. You have to be a lot more concerned about planting in the ground um, mm-hmm. when, and c- taking into consideration your climate. When you're planting in container plants, probably eight out of 10 things that you'd put in a container plant are going to be annuals anyway. That's exactly right. They're going to be friends like for a season, literally. (laughs) And so you don't really have to worry that much about it. And, you know, I would be more concerned about how much sun they're getting and how much water they're getting Mm -hmm. than whether or not they're going to thrive, you know, into, you know, the next season in your area. This is a little bit of a detour, but I planted in, um, in a big pot, I had straw flowers, yellow ones. They were so pretty, but they don't need to be watered as much as the other things in my yeah. pot. So they ended up getting, I mean, very slimy. Mm. Yeah. So, slimy. you know, they I had to take them out. I mean, it's fun to experiment. Mm-hmm. And then I replaced them with something else. Yeah. Right. Sometimes what I like to do, and I actually have a few clients that I do this for, I put a um, foundation, if it's a big, big pot, and I'll put a foundational perennial or even a shrub if the pot is big enough and so Mm -hmm. that always stays and Mm -hmm. then my filler and my spiller change out whether it's for the season or Mm. they just you know like right now I have pansies and violas actually I went and checked on them this morning at one of my clients houses and they're doing fine now but in a week or two it's going to get too hot for them here yeah. they're more cold weather yeah. so then, we'll be switching the them out can but just her, kill some things right it's, but it's her center so, yeah. 
plants. I have very big um, New Zealand flax in her planters, and that will stay. That will stay mm-hmm. all year round until you know she just decides aesthetically she wants something else. Well, can you give us some summer combinations that would be pretty to put in pots? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I have actually uh, a couple of ideas myself that I like to use, but I spoke to some of the ladies in my um, garden club, and, and I, I think I mentioned this before, anybody's welcome to join the Be a Better Gardener Club uh, that I have on Facebook. It's such a nice group of ladies. I think you would enjoy it if you enjoy gardening. And Ooh, so just, put that in the show yeah, notes. I, I show see notes. A, spike, a spike in membership going up. <laughs> oh, yeah, come on over. We have so much fun. Um, so I asked a couple of ladies there, and uh, one plant I have been wanting to try as a hanging plant off my porch, and I uh, that is from my uh, friend Sandy Stanowski, and Sandy likes to use Calibrio Cocha, which is it looks like mini petunias. They're darling. They're also known as million bells. Oh and they, yes. Okay. Yeah. Now I know what they are. Right. And that's I. And I actually had to check how to pronounce it correctly. Um, and it blooms all summer long. It can be a fantastic spiller in the garden or Mm -hmm. in a a larger container. It gets to be about 6 inches to 12 inches tall. So I might suggest putting that with either a New Zealand flax, which is a really strappy um, vertical plant, or a dracaena, Mm -hmm. which is very similar. Mm -hmm. And then whatever color of the... the, um, the million bells that you enjoy they put those in and then maybe put in a few other um upright plants tucked in in between Mm -hmm. i like to do in a pot if it's a sort of a maybe 12 inch pot i like to work in threes so three and then in between so three spillers and then three fillers and then something tall in the middle oh wow that's just Mm -hmm. an easy formula and then yeah. Kelly and mm-hmm. Yvonne, do you, what do you do about watering? Do you just manually water or do you have any kind of self-watering? Um, I manually water because as I go out, and see this is just another thing we need to talk about, as I go out to water you also need to deadhead. Mm, yeah. yeah if you're not deadheading those pots, you're just not going to keep those beautiful blooms coming. And what you want is that's what you want, the blooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm true. fussing and making sure that, you know, the leaves are looking good and deadheading as I go, mm-hmm. uh, usually early in the morning or mm-hmm. later in the evening. Yeah, I, I so agree. And I could go on and on with uh, different planter combinations i have a pinterest board that i can put in the show notes with is just container gardens and it's there are several people um that i had invited to that board so you'll get ideas from a lot of different gardeners there so i if you're interested in coming up with a different combination and how about a really simple combination um donna has suggested she's also in the better gardener group just simple Boston ferns. If you have a oh, shady yeah. spot, she, mm. she says she's so yeah, She says yeah. she's so busy, mm-hmm. uh, and then she doesn't have time to you know to, to take care of specialized mm-hmm. container pots, and they always look good. I'm and I would Donna. say boxwoods too. You know, mm-hmm. just put yeah. some boxwoods, and even if you did a boxwood, and then you did some variegated ivy. You know, everyone knows variegated is you know when it's the white or the cream mm-hmm. mixed with the green, and mm-hmm. let that drip out of it. I like Donna. So pretty. She doesn't have time to water either. <laughs> I love Donna. 
I well, and you know, too. I think of Boston ferns also as wonderful hanging plants, and Excellent. I think that's a very southern look. It's beautiful. It is, and it's, it's a very Victorian look. Yeah, it's it's way too sunny where we are. Mm-hmm. Even around our porch, we get sun, and I mean, we it, they would burn out. But if you have a shady area, mm-hmm. that's the place to put them. And I have another um, okay. combination that's a real spring combination. And this is from Darcy, again, from the gardening group. She says, and this is full-on spring, tulips. And that, I know that's her favorite flower. Mm-hmm. Uh, muscari, which is also grape hyacinth. That's, it has those two names, violas and pansies. Mm-hmm. And oh, that, how pretty. Right. So the tulips are tall. The muscari is kind of mid-range. And then mm-hmm. the, it's just a blanket of violas and pansies. And well, that is just stunning. That that sounds just beautiful, and it does sound like quintessential spring to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. The um, I'd like to share what I do. I have big pots in the back, and I I keep them on a base that can be wheeled around. Oh, which is, that's serious. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it's really time nice to move the hydrangeas. <laughs> Come on, well, Bobby. It's really nice when you're um, entertaining mm-hmm. because we have now we have a big table and we have some bistro tables that we can put out depending on how many people come. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice to put like a big pot next to a table. And remember, um, if we, I forget what we were talking about in a previous podcast, that I have torches. That oh yeah, are, that was an outdoor decorating. <clears throat> okay, outdoor decorating that ha- I, we sunk in concrete in a bucket, so there's just got like a very heavy bottom, and we put them in the center of our big of our big pots. And then what I love to put around them is not perennial salvia, mm-hmm. but um, annual salvia. They're real tall. Now that's my uh, one of my thrillers because it's just mm-hmm. it's very tall and spiky but we have hum- hummingbirds and oh. oh they are wild over them and so my whole all day long uh, all these hummingbirds are coming and visiting these big pots with these big um, red and purple salvia in them. Oh, that is such a treat. Every time I see a hummingbird, I just mm-hmm. I catch my breath. That is such a blessing. Well, we used blessing. to put out hummingbird syrup, mm-hmm. but they don't like that. That, that, just, that just attracts ants at this point. I agree. I think that I've tried that too. And my mom had given me the cutest little feeder and I hung it mm-hmm. in my tree. And no, they didn't pay any attention to it, but they wanted the real deal. So they they were want in the, the real deal. So that's definitely something that attracts. And then um, I have, you know, my, of course, my fillers. And we're really, really big into geraniums around here and they thrive very well. So we'll do that. And I love lantana. So I'm not oh, giving yeah. you. I'm I not going to give you the um, the uh, Latin names. Um, so, but I'm crazy about lantana, and that anything that spills over. The only thing I'm not a huge fan of, but I do use them, is petunias. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I use I use them with a very restricted hand. <laughs> but there's a flower, and it's purple, and it's called a fairy. Let me think about this. A fairy. Hmm. Oh, I'd be interested in this because I love the purple and uh, blue, the plumbagos. And oh, the I know. And oh, it's they're called fairy fan flowers. Ooh. Oh, I need they to check that are one out. exquisite and they're purple. And Ooh. here's another thing I do. I have like a theme, like when um, 
my son enlisted in the military it was red white and blue and I have um, I, another theme called like um, snowfall and I do everything sort of in whites or I had one year it was called profusion where it's just like a cacophony of color so Ooh, I, nice yeah, I, have a lot of, I have a lot of fun <laughs> doing that so name it this year I think I'm going to do cacophony again just because I love those vibrant colors we could talk forever about what to put in a pot, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, to me, that's the fun part. Right. But we have lots of links. To, we'll put a lot of links to a lot of our pots. I always do what I call the anatomy of a flower pot when I do it. Let's talk about containers. Yeah. Well, what else I started, do you use besides garbage cans? Yeah, that's so funny. I'm like, uh, uh, well, who was that from Sesame Street? Oscar the Grouch or something coming out of the garbage can? Yes. Yeah, that's what everybody's <laughs> going to picture when they think of me gardening. Oh, gosh. Uh, well, yeah, I've used that. I've used definitely galvanized old, like Anita said, the roadside galvanized things. In fact, I have mm-hmm. a post about, you know, rescuing this little pail that I found somewhere and then taking it home and I made a beautiful container garden out of it and it was just you know kind of a funny little story about that but I have I've gone on with spray painting these uh cans so then I got the ash can size and now I have threesome which I really love so I have the tall one and then the medium sized one and then the smaller and I think that's what they call them at the um hardware store ash cans so people do mm-hmm, use them sometimes mm-hmm. for fireplace ashes or mm-hmm. dog food and it's kind of in the back of the gardening area i know exactly what store. you're talking about kind of where mm-hmm. they have the trellises and things like that that's and where you, you can sp- find you're them spray painting it right yeah so i spray painted them mm-hmm. and all the matte black and so i have a large arborvitae tree in one and then mm. i'm doing uh boxwood and variegated ivies in the other one and i'm going to probably put a rosemary and some bakupa which is a great spiller that is small white flowers prolific bloomer throughout the season likes the sun wow. and is pretty drought tolerant but you know in a pot you know uh, you know you have it's, to water them you have mm-hmm. to water it it's a mm-hmm. it contained universe mm-hmm. so but bakupa is a really great um spiller i yeah, and i've it, actually it, seen that in my garden center have you yeah and it's good mm-hmm. in rock gardens too because it kind of creeps yeah. along yeah real tiny I, little flowers yeah. and it, i um i like to do you say you know different kinds of containers and even a, a grouping of three different kind of containers mm-hmm. a, maybe a tall medium and a, a small and they can be the same style or in my case it's different styles and I have that right by the front door right now in the tall urn I have a, a mini ficus tree so it's just alone a ficus tree with some oh, Spanish moss so Sounds pretty beautiful. and this is in your garbage can this is no, no. The arborvitaes are in the giant garbage <laughs> oh, can. Oh, okay. Uh huh. The front door. I don't have the garbage can. Oh, okay, to, okay. You have okay. to come to the back, and you know me a little bit better to see my garbage cans. But I'll share with you guys. I told everybody now. I'm, I'm outed. I've outed myself. Okay. No, in the front, I have an, uh, an old urn that I got years and years ago, and that has the mini ficus in it with just some mm. Spanish moss. So really simple, easy. Just plopped it in, put in mm. my three secrets, and there, and you're good to go. Then the medium sized one, I have black mondo grass, which I think is super cool um and white impatience and variegated ivy as oh, that the, sounds so pretty it yeah does. and this is a shaded area because it's on my covered porch mm-hmm. then the smaller uh sort of wider squatter uh, of the containers i just did all white impatience so just so mm, i carried beautiful. the look through and everybody's got the spanish moss around them so 
creating the containers were pretty easy. And then the thriller, spiller, and filler kind of are, you know, interspersed. They're not all in one. They're in each of the three. So I like oh, the idea nice. of a grouping, mm-hmm. kind of like the way mm-hmm. we group vignettes, you know, on yes, a coffee yes. table. Yeah. I like idea. to group pots. You made a vignette with your containers. There I you did. go. I used, um, do you remember when they're called those porcelain fish bowls? Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, just they kind are, of round pots. Yeah, they're, yes, and they're porcelain. Mm-hmm. And, but um, like a they bowl, have like, yeah. a, like an oriental looking stand they stand on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I have them like from 20 years ago in my basement. And I thought, I really want to get in your basement. <laughs> Really, I like the theme of going. People want to go to Disneyland. I want to go to your basement. Yeah, you may get lost. Bob always says, "You fine. Let's just have, you know." I said, "Let's have a, you know, a, a, a garage sale." I said, "Oh, Bobby, this is way too much work for me. You know, with working, you know, with the blog and everything, I don't have time." And he said, "But you know, we'll just open the Bilco doors and give everybody whatever you can put in a bag, ten dollars." <laughs> Well, can you give me some heads up? Because it's going to take yeah, me a day or right. so to get It might be worth the plane there. ticket, actually. I think it would. But anyway, I found these blue and white. I, You know, I love blue and white. And they were these big blue and white fish bowls. And I thought, mm, I might gonna, I might use them on my front porch. Oh. So I had blue and a blue and white rug, and I have black rockers, and a little and a black table. And I put these fish bowls. I used, I guess they were five-gallon um you know, containers, planting containers that have holes in them. Mm-hmm. And I filled the whole thing up with red and hot pink geraniums. Oh, beautiful. beautiful. With this bright blue and white fish bowl. And I had them on either side of my porch. So I'm really into like finding things in my basement like, oh, this would work. You know, this. Oh, so yeah. the fishbowl looked really nice. And I think I might resurrect that again um, this coming summer. Mm-hmm. And also I've used um, chicken feeders. Oh, oh yeah. They're Those long are and they're galvanized and they have, they almost have like a wire um, bridge from one side to the other over it and little tiny flowers like Elysium and things like that look so beautiful in that. Oh yeah that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And, what other and, fun containers do you have? Uh, well you know what I'm thinking about doing and is starting some raised beds but that's a whole different podcast. You talk we'll have to, to me talk girl about I have them topics. and love them. Yeah we, we're, we're gonna have to I'm going to learn more about those and get those going, and then we can talk about those. You know, let's those. do an outdoor vegetable garden. Oh, that's that would a great be idea. a podcast. I mean, not everybody, that's not everybody's cup of tea, but it's really interesting. I've had raised, raised beds for, oh goodness, like over, over 25 years. Oh, well, and the other I, thing yeah. I was going to say is there's some gorgeous, uh, pots out there in the gardening centers, and I got one that's, mm-hmm. is it the Kew Gardens? Am I saying mm-hmm. that right? Yeah, well, Kew Gardens is a famous garden in right. England, and I think they're probably mm-hmm. named after that, K-E-W, right? So I got, yeah, they were very expensive pots, but they're just beautiful, so I had to buy one, so. Well, an interesting container, which you asked, and, and I don't think of it as a container necessarily, but I guess it is. I have a really beautiful fountain that I bought at a closeout sale at a, a garden nursery, and I had the it working as a proper fountain at our previous house, for a short time and then the uh the little pump broke and i must have gone back to a you know a different garden center and gotten a new pump like three or four times it just it it, there wasn't enough 
room there wasn't enough water and then the pump would maybe i guess dry out it just didn't work it kept breaking clogging too right Mm -hmm. so i was done with it but i loved the look of the fountain oh great so I planted it with succulents. Mm, and so, idea. you know, because How there's not pretty. a lot of room to put dirt because mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of room to mm-hmm. put the water. And I would say, it's a, you know, it's a, um, kind maybe of a, tall, a bistro. Is it a tall pot? No, it's a, it's a fountain. It's well, a, but I mean, my fountain is a big, tall, it looks like a big, tall jug. No, my fountain is like oh, a proper yeah, yeah. looking fountain, oh, like, you know, okay. a tiny version of the Trevi mm-hmm. fountain. Okay, you know, got it's it, got, got it. the fountain, the <laughs> and you know, it's not, it, you know, it's not like, you know, the, like a bird shooting like a bird Bellagio bath. water or anything. <laughs> it's, it's small. Like, it's probably the diameter of a... We can only a, wish. Right. <laughs> it's probably the diameter of a, a bistro table, say. Mm-hmm. And oh, then it has okay. the center mm-hmm. part, right? And then well, the center part like has... Nice like size. Yeah. And then the center part has a little bit where you could put, uh, you know, the, where the water would trickle down. So what I did was, because it's not, maybe it's six inches, eight inches deep top. So I would have to be out there watering whatever I put in there for forever. And there's no drainage or anything. So Mm -hmm. I said, succulents, that's the way to go. So I put some pebbles in the bottom. I got the special cactus succulent mix instead of a regular potting soil. And I planted it with succulents. And I I for sure have a blog post um, on my um, blog about doing that. And it it lasts forever. You know, Mm -hmm. I actually took the little succulents out and the, I brought them here with me <laughs> uh, and now I have it planted with something else for the spring but I'm going to go back to succulents as soon as it warms up because now the the it's in so it sits in my garden it gets a little water with the sprinklers but I do mm-hmm. go out and water it now because it doesn't have succulents in it but honestly when it has succulents in it you don't have to really do anything mm, well can I give idea. you one more I know our time is running very short yeah but don't don't discount just beautiful terracotta pots. Oh, yeah. And they that's paint true. up so nicely. Well, that's I true. Lo- I just painted some with like a white and a, a white paint and then oh, a, my, a gray glaze on top. Oh, how nice. I know. They're just beautiful. And this year, I, I saw this in, in uh, Savannah, and I just love uh, the gardens of Savannah. And I did it maybe, oh, a decade ago, where... I have a few um, flagstone steps, slate steps, really, going up to my porch. And I saw that they had put um, ter- terracotta pots with geraniums, like going up the sides. Just they were beautiful. But I thought, I'm going to paint these pots white mm-hmm. and fill them with, I'm not quite sure what yet, and just like have, have, um, my uh, stairs flagged with all these flowers. Uh, oh, how beautiful! Sounds up. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Oh well, well, I I could keep talking about this for forever, and I know we we'll have to that- do a part two. Let's do a part two. Seriously. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that would be great. so fun. And if you out there, uh, we would love to hear your ideas about container combinations. And so if you want to call us or email us and let us know what you like to put in your pots, that would be great. And we could talk about that in part two. So thanks so much for being with us today. We want you to remember that we're here to help you create a beautiful home and beautiful container gardens. Until next time. Hey there, if you're loving our podcast like we're loving our podcast, we would love you to rate and review us. Head to iTunes to do that. It's easy and it would mean so much to us. And if you do rate and review us, we're going to enter you to win a fantastic giveaway. The details for the giveaway are in the show notes for this episode. And you can find the show notes at decoratingtipsandtricks.com.